Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? Welcome back to the Expansion Pack podcast, where you guys already know we download this week's gaming news, and of course, we bring it straight to you. This is episode 84. I am your host, Black Ice, joined by my co-host each and every week on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you can get your podcast. Um, we're going to start off with my guy over here to the right, Mr. Goopmaster Flex. What's going on, my boy? You're in little gooping, hooping, shooting on video games only, though. We don't do anything illegal here, boys. Okay, okay. Manny's a church boy, you know, so he only he, he only keeps his debauchery online, you know, in Grand Theft Auto and, and things of the sort. So, you know, we got to yeah, respect. Keep the streets clean, you know? Got to keep the streets clean. Got to keep the streets clean. Uh, but yeah, Positive gooping. we got my boy yeah. down low, Mr. 525. You know, he's a little bit more gritty, you know, keeping it. A little bit crazier in the streets. Hey, you know? man. Hey, you know. You know. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't want to put that kind of reputation out there like that. I am a, I'm a strapping young gentleman who wouldn't harm a soul or a fly. Mm. Yes. Yes. Right. That was totally believable, y'all. Stop trying to play me, man. Cool. All right. <clears throat> if you say so, my friend. Come on, man. Come on. Good. Good. Oh, man. What's going on, bro? You ready to talk about? Some uh, games you know, we here to talk about some damn games. I think today's going to be a cool discussion. For sure, I man. Do. For sure, I we do. got a. I do. We got some interesting things going on. Um, <clears throat> you know, some some leaks that for some things that might be going on next week. Uh, you know, we got some some new footage for God of War, and of course, you know, it wouldn't be a normal week without some controversy this time around Halo. Uh, but we'll get into that in a little bit. But Chris, before we get into the topics, man, you know, get us ready. Y'all see, we got some new shit going on. And I like it. It's nice, right? I'm sorry. All right. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. We ain't calling it the icebreaker no more. We're calling it the buffer now. We're switching it up. I think that goes a lot better with uh, our theming and whatnot. So that's what we're going to call it, the buffer. Get the shit started. Um, so for our buffer this week... The question is, you know, with gaming becoming more of a, I want to say spectacle in a sense, just with the way technology is moving and the way how things are starting to become way more lifelike and more realistic in video games. The question is, what is that thing that if it, you've seen it in a video game, it would make you say, yo, that's a little too real for me. That's a little creepy. I ain't really fucking with that too much. What's that thing? Like, what's the thing that's like too much? If this makes any sense. So um for me my my uh answer for this one this is gonna sound funny but i don't think video games well no video games have gotten really good with how they do eyeball functionality and shit like that it's gotten great actually however they haven't gotten it to a point where it almost feels like those um you know them porcelain dolls the ones that seem like they're looking at you and shit like looking Mm -hmm. at you I've never played a video game and gotten that feeling from anything that I've ever seen on a screen before. Even when the characters are looking dead on at me, it still doesn't actually feel like they're looking at me. You know what I'm saying? If they were able to somehow master eyeball movement and, I guess, reactions and mannerisms and shit like that to make it seem like this motherfucker is actually looking at me, that would creep me the fuck out. Especially if it's in, like, a horror game or some shit like that. Like, don't do that to me, bro. <laughs> like, I don't want to make no eye contact with this motherfucker. And then he just, like, don't do not do that to me, bro. Like, please don't do that. Um, 
Yeah, that that would be the thing. It's a little too realistic. That that I think if they get that down, that'd be crazy. And I kind of feel like they're gonna get it in the next couple of years. <laughs> Have you played um <clears throat> the medium yet? Not that that game no. looks crazy realistic or anything, but there's some like creepy moments with some really. Things. I mean, it's it's a creepy. You guys game. beat that? Like a, a eerie game, I guess. Hmm. I haven't beat that, man. We talked about the medium, hyped it up, and I played that young for like a weekend. What <laughs> they click you virtual know, dust. I definitely got like about halfway through it, and I like, I don't know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't finish it, and it wasn't because it was scary or anything like that, and it wasn't even that it was that bad. It was just like, I just didn't go back. Like it's, 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 it's a decent game. It really is a decent game, and I think that that studio is going to do a good job with Silent Hill, and I think if they get the money. That Silent Hill game is one of those games where you might be having that conversation around like, this shit's a little too creepy for me, bro. Like the eyes yeah. tracking me this way and that way, and I don't think we're that far off, man. Because like, even, I don't either. That's even, why I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like even that that meta human creator thing that uh, Epic Games had going on, like the fidelity on that is pretty good, you know. So they could get the eye tracking down and do it in like a clever way. I think that would be it right there. I'm not here for that. Like, you know how I feel about that starting at part to uh, the evil within <laughs> with the guy with the butcher knife. Yeah. I don't want to lock eyes with that dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's too much. <laughs> it is simply too much. I don't need that. I, don't, I, don't I need think that. I think my answer might tie in a little bit into yours. Um, not like now that you just said something, it can't pop in my head. But Manny, I'm going to let you go first, though. Yeah, I mean, there's... There's a lot. It's weird, but like you know, when Chris was discussing his answer, it like kind of reminded me of like um, how Metal Gear Solid One back in the days, like how they would like, I guess you could say, break the fourth wall in the sense where like you're fighting Psycho Mantis and you read your every movement in order for him to like not know your movements. You got to switch controller ports and shit like that. Like that used to be like, <clears throat> you know, that used to be creepy back then. But That's extreme, yeah. But now, yeah, nowadays, like, the only thing that really would really gross me out or creep me out is just, like, when they get, like, too realistic with the gore and stuff, you know, you slice no bodies and you see their intestines and stuff, what they come out, like, that that gets a little creepy in my opinion, because, like, you're like, damn, this is, like, you ain't got to do that, you know, you just, (laughs) you know, do a little mild gore, but, like, a little too much, I don't know, but, like... When, once it gets to that kind of point, then yeah, I kind of like yeah, feel like that creeps me out. I, I think I think a general consensus is like if they can get to the hyper realistic shit where it's like we really can't tell like in in a movement standpoint because I think I think a lot of people looked at that Matrix demo and you know like how how certain things were structured in the demos like you couldn't tell if it was actually like the the footage of the original Matrix movie versus you know like the Unreal Engine five stuff. But, like, that, I feel like <clears throat> if it's, like, two people just standing in a room talking, I don't know. It's different when it's, like, in-action gameplay. So if you can get to that level of fidelity where it's hard to tell the difference between a video game and real life in, like, a horror standpoint, like, a horror aspect game where you're actually, like, running around in different rooms and trying to fight whatever monster it might be. Like, the closest thing I can think of is probably the Callisto Protocol right now because, like, the, the character model and the on the, the guy's face, I keep forgetting the actor's name, but um, it's, like, 
it's fucking creepy, bro. And like to see that particular guy just dying in really horrific ways is is interesting. And if they get the fidelity of like the blood and guts coming coming out of him, that could be something that, you know, might be pushing my boundaries a little bit. But I can tell you right now, they've already hit a threshold for me, and that's VR and horror games. I cannot do that shit. Like, um, <laughs> what, Resident Evil 7, was it? that They had that game on PlayStation VR. And it doesn't, like, it looks good, right? Like, obviously, that game looked really good, but playing that shit in VR, man, I don't I don't know. And now they're, they got Village in VR, like, fuck out of here. Village was a beautiful game. <laughs> And <laughs> I just I just remember Manny that that scene I, I I know you remember the scene I mean most of y'all who've been watching the show for a while definitely know what scene I'm talking about the, the scene where the fucking dick is basically running at you down the fucking hallway imagine playing that shit in VR bro I'm dead playing that for the first time in VR you fucking walking down this creepy ass hallway and you got this <laughs> weird baby dick looking thing like just fucking scooting down the hallway at you nah bro I'm Take me. I'm done. That's it. I'm good. Bruh. Fuck that. Wow. <laughs> so we we ain't even we ain't even need to get any further as far as fidelity and graphics and all that other stuff. <laughs> it's just the medium that you're delivering the content to me in. If if we're doing it all in VR, we're already at that point. Like I cannot mm-hmm. handle that shit. Got me fucked. Damn, bro. No, it's funny you say that. Like I remember when I was in Vegas. Um. They have those little pods set up in different parts of the city where they're like, it's like a VR experience or whatever. And I got in it. The girl gave me a good deal on the thing. And it was a horror game that they had set up on it. Bruh. I ain't played the Resident Evil, so I can't speak on that. But this shit was some janky ass graphic shit, but it still fucked me up. Because yep. there's this one part where you're sitting in this chair and you're like in a, a pool that's not full. But in the middle of the pool, it's your chair like on a podium and you're just like strapped to it. And there's this thing. It's like a an advanced liquor. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> you don't know where it's at. And then you just turn around and you do one of these. And this motherfucker is right here, bro. He, he right here. Bro, I know I made a... I, I probably made a... a I don't want to say a scene, right? But, like, I had a reaction. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had a reaction. Um, He said yeah, underwear yeah. was lost. <laughs> no, no, it, it, not that kind of reaction. Not that it wasn't that bad, but it could have, it could have got there. Could have got people there. around. He was, he was too notice. close. Low, I'm low sure. Yeah, I had the headset on and shit too, so I couldn't even see their reactions to my reaction. But I already know I made a damn fool. Hey man, that's that's the whole point. That's the whole point of experience. That's what they're trying to get out of you. So give the people what they wanted, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I, I have I have VR as well, and I haven't played any crazy like scary games or anything like that but there are certain moments man like i was playing I, there's a couple uh zombie games and if you just lose track of motherfuckers like they're slow <laughs> moving but if you lose track of one of them and they just in your face you turn around you're like oh shit like no nah, yeah yeah so so a game where it's actually trying to scare you forget about it <laughs> forget about it can't even handle that at all man but yeah i mean like i said though we're not we're not far off and yeah, yeah i mean i don't know I, I do think there's like a threshold where like the actual, you know, traditional gaming is, is even getting to that point where it's like, all right, this is a little, this is a little weird. Like, even if you take a game like, um, you know, with the graphics of Callisto Protocol 
and like turn it into like a saw game or something you know that's that honestly when you first um proposed the, the question to us in our chat that was kind of one of the first things that came to my mind was like if if they get the graphics to a point you know with like what we've seen from Unreal engine 5 or like some of these other games and you're making like a saw game where like it's really like you know torture porn in the sense yeah. of like limbs getting chopped off and blood support and everywhere and all that stuff like that might be a lot for me i don't know yeah yeah but more combat isn't like you know it's more to combat you know it's right. like not and they do it in such a way where it's not like it's comic booky, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's like yeah. slapstick, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's not. It's not like they're trying to go for like hyper realistic shit, you know. Like I think they they want realism up until a certain point, and then it's like, okay, we need to also remember that this is a comic comic booky slash like uh, cartoony is the right word, but you know what I mean. Like it's still yeah. a video game, like in the traditional thought process of what a video game is. Like now, I mean, you know. At least what people used to think of video games is one thing, and now it's like obviously a very different business. And you know, as far as uh, art form and whatnot, like to the point where they're using video game engines in actual movies. So, you know, it's it's yeah. it's interesting. Um, but yeah, you already know. I mean, what this time in the next two years, three years, four years? I mean, you know, graphics are going to be at a at a crazy ass place, like. We're we're moving at a very very fast rate, so I can only imagine yeah. like the next generation of consoles when those come out. You know, like where we'll be at with with like PC graphics, like traditional computer graphics, with where ray tracing will go and all that other stuff is scary, very scary. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, Chris, thank you for the the buffer for this week because it's definitely something interesting to think about. You know, we we obviously talk about graphics all the time. It's obviously one of the first things that uh, comes up when we talk about games and new games and and whatnot. So, you know, hoping to see where the technology goes in a few years is going to be fun. Yeah. But uh, we're going to talk about some other games here. We're going to get into our stories for the week. Uh, the first thing we're going to get into here is a game that we... we I, I can't remember. Was this, like, officially announced already? Was it, like, a leak that we saw, like, months ago or what? But... The Division Heartlands is um, has come up again in the news. I guess uh, Ubisoft prematurely put up a, a whole storefront or a sto- a, like a, a whole page on their storefront for the game. Um, it's apparently going to be a free to play game, uh, survival, you know, on a PvP type of a mode. And I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say about it anymore. I'm just like, yo, I've been. I've been expecting them to announce this for forever or expecting it to have been released for forever because I feel like we talked about it so long ago. Um, I, I think there was like a leak on footage and whatnot. And I don't know. I mean, it seems like we're, we're about to get it because um, basically I think September 10th is uh, Ubisoft's event, Ubisoft Forward. Like there's a pretty good chance that the game is going to get announced there and released there as well. Since, since it's a free-to-play game, they tend to kind of try to shadow drop free-to-play games in, in that facet. So I, I suspect on Saturday we'll be able to download it, you know, try it out, all that good stuff. But I don't know, man. I'm 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 interested in this, right? Because I think one of the most interesting things about The Division was the PvP mode, like with the Dark Zone and all that stuff. And it's unfortunate that it's not something that I really ever got to get into. And Chris, I know you and I played Division uh, two, we don't really get a chance to dive into it too much, but I think, you know, the idea of this game could be a big deal. I'm still not sure if it's supposed to be like a battle royale type of thing or what, but 
I don't know. I mean, what, what what are we thinking on this? Is this something we're all gonna try out? I mean, you know, could we hop up on a stream for this? Manny, what do you think, bro? It is free to play, so I doubt that you know we're not gonna at least try it once. So I'm just you know surprised it took them this long because I think we first started talking about this game last year around E3 time, and now we're finally getting something. But you know, if coming soon is after this uh, Ubisoft Ford event, that would be great because, well, actually not. I wouldn't say it would be great thinking about it now because right now we're in the good end of games releasing. Well, we just got what Madden, Saints Row, a new JoJo game for the anime boys, uh, 2K coming out this Friday. So, like, I just feel like it sucks that it is coming out around this time if it were to come out with the next couple of weeks. But at the same time, it's like finally we're getting something because we've been talk. We, well, we talked about this game like for a long time. So, yeah, I just want it to be good. If it's good, I don't really care necessarily what time frame it comes out in. But I will say to your point, we've had a drought, this, you know, for the good chunk of the summer. Like June would have been a perfect time for this game, you know, give us the whole oh, summer, definitely. bang this yeah. out. People would have been hyped about it. People would have been streaming it. All this other stuff. Why? Why now? Why? Why September? You know. Yeah, just another Ubisoft. Oh, you know, they did it last year with Riders Republic and it looks like they're doing it again. Yeah, but but I think the bigger problem with Riders Republic was also that it's a $60 game. And that's where I'm like, bro, if you make that yeah. play or even yeah. just make it half price, like that's that is one of those games where it doesn't matter when it came out, if it was free, because it's so di- it's, it's not competing with anything. It's such a different experience than anything else that's out there. Um you're in essence not competing with shooters and things like that. Whereas this, you know, obviously would be competing with a shooter directly. So like if they drop this when Modern Warfare comes out, probably a very, very bad decision. But yeah. um, you know, like the Riders Republic, you could have dropped that anytime and made that shit free and people would have been like, huh, let me go check that out, you know? But making it sixty bucks is rough. Rough, rough, rough. But you know, yeah, maybe maybe Ubisoft learned a lesson. Maybe that's what you know what they learned a lesson with as far as this game goes. But I think um, I don't know. The cool thing about this, at least, is that we can confirm that a something's coming out, and I and we know that this Ubisoft Forward event won't be like rehashing necessarily old shit. Like you know, th- this is the first time we'll actually see this game in action. Um, there's rumor that we're supposed to be seeing the new Assassin's Creed. So you know, hopefully, there's some more stuff to come out of this event than just, you know, the the, the basic shit. I, I know we, we were expecting Ubisoft to do something a little bit early in the summer anyways, but, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm curious about this. You know, obviously, we were still waiting on Sony to do their thing. There's going to be, like, a, a slight drought as far as news goes because PAX just happened. Um, I think it's happening this, yeah, this, this past weekend it, it happened. We didn't get any big news out of it or anything along those lines. So, you know. Any any events are always a good thing for us, but uh, but Chris, what do you think, man? You excited to play this game? You excited to see what Ubisoft's um, got going on? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely excited to play the game. Um, especially if it has potential for battle royale and all that stuff. I always, I'm curious to see what the next iteration of uh, battle royale is going to be. But the one thing I don't like is like, I feel like Ubisoft's handling a lot of this shit very sloppy. Um, and it's to the point now. <clears throat> excuse me where they got so many of these little subtitles that they're working on and then not really putting much news out for and stuff like that, that I'm starting to forget which is which and which was supposed to be which. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, they had this Heartland title, 
Then they had the one that, that released on Game Pass a couple months back. I can't remember what it was called. Um, and then there's what the X Defiant thing that they're supposed to be working on yeah, too, which is a PvP based game. That. That even and it's like, dude, what are y'all doing, man? Y'all don't even try to like put up like, like screenshots of of gameplay. Not even like trailers. Like y- y'all give people nothing. It's like you do a little big announcement with very little real details, and then you do a whole year of info drought. That's mad weird to me, man. Like I don't, I don't get that. Well, that's the thing you know, that's I'm, got me fucked up about this game. Did they announce this, or was this like a leak that we found out? Because like I'm really, I'm really confused right now. Like I know X Defiant is one of those games that actually got announced because I remember the trailer, I remember the like the developer deep dive and all this other stuff. I remember that. <clears throat> the division. I can't even remember if that shit actually got announced or if it was like an afterthought and another post about I feel like that's might have been what it was. Like they were talking about yeah. the future of the division and they were like, you know, at some point we're coming out with this Heartland thing and they didn't really give any definitive information about it. I think yeah. we speculated on what it might be. Um but yeah, like I'm shit got me fucked up, bro. <laughs> it's just yeah. that simple. Like I'm throwing off, you know? weird the fact that you can even have the fact that you have to even ask that question is a problem to me. Mm-hmm. like their their release schedule and what the games are supposed to mean and all that shit should be clear and concise from yeah. jump you know what i'm saying and it feels like they're just throwing darts at random subtitles trying to hope one of them sticks somewhere but then there's not like a lot of focus on one or all of them to be honest with you like this shit should have been a whole roadmap where y'all knew exactly what you was doing and how you was going to do it. Because like you said, it should have probably been released back in June. What's the difference between June and September? Like, barely anything. So, like, you probably well, could have released it back then. I'm, I'm assuming the game wasn't... I, I, I definitely have to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm assuming the game wasn't ready, right? Like, and, you know, we talk about this all the time. Games get released before they're, you know, well, they true. should be. That's true. So we don't want that. But it is like, uh, I don't know, like, could have threw a little bit more resources at it to, to squash the bugs. In, in a better manner, you know, like to not wait till mm-hmm. September to risk the game. I don't know. I'm sure there's there's reasonings behind it. And usually I would, I always err on the side of if developers need more time, give them more time. Because yeah. with this franchise, you know, as it is, it's like the Division 2 came. It had its issues. You and I, Chris, enjoyed it a lot. Um, and then it just kind of faded out, you know, faded into the background. Like they released content for it, yada, yada, yada. But. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. It was what it was. So I feel like if, if you're going to come back with it, you have to make sure you're doing it correctly. You're not just throwing something out there just to make money, you know? So I think the divisions of property that's always had potential. People have always looked at it. I remember when the first one came out and it was like this whole like visual yeah. showcase and people were like, holy shit, you could do this and that. And mm-hmm. da, 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 da. like, it was like, I think it was, it came out on the Xbox one initially. And it like just looked beautiful, and everybody was just yeah. had all these high expectations for the game, and it came out, and I enjoyed it, but it wasn't wasn't really what it should have been, you know. And then two came out, and I, I I still have to say like that game was visually striking, and the audio in that game that was one of my first experiences with Dolby Atmos. Holy shit, that that game is <laughs> beautiful with all of yeah. that stuff put together. So I'm hoping they can take all of that tech and like make a really cool PvP. VE type of situation. It honestly kind of sounds like what uh, Naughty Dog's trying to do with this um, Last of Us multiplayer game. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised that there's some overlap in like the the gameplay stylings. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm sure the Naughty Dog game will be much better. But yeah, 
<clears throat> Speaking of Naughty Dog, random pivot here. Uh, well, more just talking about PlayStation, I guess, at the end of the day. But we did get some new God of War footage that uh, I initially thought it leaked, but apparently it came from us uh, directly from Game Informer here. So we got, I think it's like about a minute and a half video of the new combat from God of War Ragnarok, which is weird that it's come out in this format because I feel like, like, what well, we got a couple... We got a we got a whole like deep dive from Sony, right? But I don't feel like we got a good grasp on the combat, at least in the way that I've seen it from this video. Like combat from this video, smooth. It just looks like a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. It just it doesn't feel like it feels different enough from the first God of War. Well, you know what I mean. Like the 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 original one in this new chapter this new saga i don't want to say trilogy because i guess it's not supposed to be a trilogy but i don't know manny um you know you're you're a big god of war fan here so i'll always defer to you on this one but what did you think of the footage that you saw because to me it looked it looked different this was the first time where i was like all right bet like i already wanted to play this but now i'm like all right this feels like a sequel to me what do you think yeah it's crazy how this is kind of like really the only first gameplay footage we've seen and it goes like tie into what Chris said earlier is there's like games are like, you know, slowly releasing more without showing any gameplay, for example, like Madden, but like, you know, hopefully, you know, we get a little bit, some more pieces of what we are to expect with uh, God of War releasing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely noticed the, that trend of, you know, more and more games, not showing as much, not having, you know, demos and full, gameplay experiences to show off before it releases. And I think part of that has to do with um, like COVID and like the crunch of, of game development nowadays, you know, like instead of pooling resource, cause like they have to put together those types of uh, showcases, you know, where like putting together a trailer or putting together gameplay footage, you know, so on and so forth. Like that takes some time, you know, like, especially when you're in the middle of development, you have to make sure that whatever you're showcasing doesn't have bugs and so on and so forth. So like sometimes those things can take, quite a bit of time like i know um <clears throat> you know in the past when e3 was was still prominent they would talk about how creating a vertical slice for e3 would take them like six months you know and that that's six months away from game development so i think it, it makes sense that we're seeing less and less of that stuff nowadays hopefully we get back to it because obviously we all want to get a better feel and taste of the game before it comes out especially if we're going to be spending 70 you know 60 to 70 dollars on games um <clears throat> but yeah you're right it's 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 weird that this God of War, you know, we haven't really seen as much, you know, and, and then the stuff that we did see, I, I think I was one of the first people who was like, this feels like more of the same, but now seeing this combat stuff, it doesn't, you know, it feels, feels a little different. I'm a lot more excited than I was before to dive back into Ragnarok, um, you know, come this fall. And Chris, what do you think, bro? Um, so I didn't think anything I saw looked bad, but how do I put this? <clears throat> It's not even that I don't think that the fighting mechanics look new, but nothing. it wasn't anything that kind of like blew me away or made me like hella excited. I think with some of these action RPG games, um, I get to a point where I, there's not too much that they can really do to excite me in terms of new uh, fighting mechanics. I, I'm when, when you get to a, a point where you have a game like God of War where it's had so many different sequels and so many different iterations and they've done a lot of different things with the combats and all that stuff, it's at the point for me where it's like, it's cool whatever you guys do with the combat as long as it's fluid. I'm more here for the small quality of life changes that make the game better. But more importantly, just give me a fucking good story. Like, that's that's literally all I'm asking for with these type of games now. 
You know, it's not, oh my God, did they get this gun burst right? Like, I, I, they're going to get it right with how they get it right. Is the story good? That, that, if, because the, sto- if the story's bad, I don't give a damn how fluid the fight mechanics are. If the story is bad, it's, it's a shit game to me, you know? You're so, right. That's why, um, yeah, now, and, and I say that in a, in, a, in a way of respect, in a sense, because they built themselves to get that from me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you guys have done a lot of good work with your franchise. Just give me a good story now. I, I trust you guys with almost everything else. Yeah, it looks new, but it's not, oh my God, woo. Like, there's not a lot of things I can think of that they could throw in the game that's going to really give me that reaction. When I think of a game like um, Horizon, Horizon although I kind of look at it in the same boat as a God of War, it's an action RPG with, you know, upgradable, you know, skill trees and all that bullshit. But it's only got two games out. So, like, I still haven't seen all of the things that they probably have to offer. We probably haven't seen everything that they have to offer with God of War either, but it's just, it's way less room for excitement in terms of something new. Because it it almost feels like I've seen them try almost everything already. And, um... It's not a bad thing. Just it's not a oh my god thing either, you know. I think for me, it's the <clears throat> the level of fidelity running at from what I interpreted to be sixty frames. Like it was very fluid, and that's not that's not like a common thing. Like even now in this generation of games, like it's not common to have a game with that level of quality running at you know sixty frames as fluid as that seemed to be running. Like the way, <clears throat> like basically Kratos, like you know, uses his uh, chains to get up on a platform, uses the ax to free somebody. And then the, the particle effects of the way that looked, and then he burnt, like knocks him off the edge. And then that like creates like a freeze effect across the floor. And then he jumps down and like, does this move like, like, and none of it was necessarily like a pre-canned animation. It was like, okay, you could tell that the users like controlling all of this and yeah. for it to all be running fluidly. That's not something that's very common in our, in like in the industry right now it's just not like and you would think it would be right like you know and it's not like we're talking about like call of duty like first person shooter running at 60 frames fluid that we've seen enough of to be used to like to see it in this action rpg type of you know um like experience where the graphics look the way they look and for it to be the way it was like it's I, at least from the little snippet that I saw, like I don't think I've seen something like that before. And it's it's it could be a small thing, but like it's just like all right, this is like a vote of confidence that like all right, I haven't seen this before in a God of War game or in like an action RPG at this level. So for me, I'm like all right, cool. This is like this, these are like little things that need to push the industry forward. And I think like even though I guess it's kind of something where this should have been happening, you know, this should be the standard. The fact that it's happening tells me, like you know, there's there's more good things to come down the road. Not even just from God of War, but like other th- you know, other games and whatnot. Like the the technology is there where we need it to be. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean that's that's all we really have to to say because there really isn't much else to say about God of War right now. You know, we're still waiting to see a couple more things. Hopefully, with this rumored Sony event that's that should be happening within the next two weeks supposedly sometime in september i'm hoping we get a little bit more information about god of war you know see a little bit more gameplay beyond just that combat snippet and whatnot like i want to i just want to see more i want to get a better feel for the game um so we'll see what what comes of that but the last thing we want to talk about today is uh you know this this controversy around halo infinite 
or just just the the, the state of Halo Infinite in general, right? Um, so this past week, three four three Industries uh, dropped a, a brand new roadmap for the game. Um, basically, the first thing they announced was that season three of Halo Infinite is getting delayed. It was supposed to come out, or the the current season was supposed to end November seventh. And, you know, presumably you would think that the new season would start at that same time. They're not they're basically saying that it's getting pushed to March now, um, which has some people, you know, in in an uproar. But the big thing that people are upset about, which to be quite honest with you, I'm not entirely sure why that's the big thing they're upset about. But people are really upset that they've canceled the couch co-op portion of Halo Infinite. So um, they're coming out with campaign co-op, but it's going to be online only. So no couch co-op. And. I don't know. I, I feel like not many games have couch co-op. So I guess like when 343 promised it, it was like, all right, like, you know, that's like a win for people. And they were really anticipating it. So I guess I can understand in that standpoint. But, you know, some of the other things that they're announcing, it's pretty cool just to kind of, you know, run it all down. So for, um, basically what they're saying is that this update that's going to be coming November is going to be like a winter update for this season one. Um, so or sorry, season two, I should say. Um, so basically, we're going to get the Forge beta finally. And if, if you guys haven't listened to the podcast, I've this has been something that I've been looking forward to because I really think this is one of the things that could actually save Halo, aside from them putting out their Battle Royale mode. Um, like Forge is a big deal. And it sounds like they're really, you know, ramping up like the fidelity of Forge, like the, the amount of things that people have to play around with in the sandbox. And, um, you know, I, I don't know if any of you remember playing Halo 3 when Forge, like, initially kind of made its its debut, but that was, like, a mode that gave us some of the, some of my favorite moments playing Halo, like Griff Ball, um, you know, I remember they, they had the Zombies mode in there, and that, that all came about from Forge and custom games, like, just endless hours and hours and hours of fun with that, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what the community comes up with, on, uh, you know, with Infinite, and you know, hopefully it's like a, a brand new ball game entirely. Um, so we're also getting some new maps. One of the maps they've actually admitted there was made completely in Forge. So that I'm going to be, you know, pretty excited to see how that turns out. Um, and yeah, there's a couple of things here and there, like a couple of new modes and whatnot. But for the most part, you know, it's just it's mainly just quality of life improvements, some new maps, the campaign co-op and then Forge in my eyes, the big thing. Um, and then when season three comes out in March, we're supposed to be getting two more new maps, some new equipment, and a new weapon. Um, and they, they they did say in the their live stream that there may be some more things to come. And I think that they're being very purposely non-committal, especially after letting people down with this uh, you know couch co-op fiasco. But I do think there's some more things to come with this uh, season three. So, <laughs> as some you know, we've always talked about this game, right? Like we always talked about whether it's dead, you know, like all the other things around it, you know, we know it came out with a very strong launch in comparison to some other games that came out around the time, but content has been the big issue. Just not having the content that it needs to have at the, the right time frame that it needs to have it. And that's honestly one of the things that they talked about in the uh, live stream that I watched. I think the, the, I forget the term they use. It was like seasonality or something. I don't know why they had to attach a buzzword to it, but basically they, they said that, you know, that their big focus is coming out with content in a timely manner and making sure that it's um, dispersed out properly so that people aren't get aren't waiting, you know, like aren't getting tired of of waiting for new things to come out for, for Halo. And I think that Halo, the caliber of game it is, it deserves that. You know, I think players, it is a free to play game, but at the same time, like, you know, 
there's just a lot there. This it's it's a good game, and there's a lot there that could be done with it, and it just seems like it's being underutilized. Um, so with that being said, I want to get you guys' take on this because there's been all types of stuff going on on the on the internet. You know how Twitter is; it's a hot take factory. You know, people are calling for everybody and their mother to get fired from three four three. They're calling for Bonnie Ross, the uh, the head of head of Halo, will basically say, you know, calling for her to you know get ousted because she hasn't been doing much well with the franchise supposedly. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I definitely agree that there could be more done, but I, I definitely want to get you guys' take on this stuff. So, Chris, I'm gonna start with you, man. What do you think is going on with Halo? What do you think can be done better? Um, do jobs? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's that deep. Um, for people, but I do think they need to wake up a little bit for sure. Like, I I don't know. It's weird, man. We gave them a lot of praise when they dropped their beta. And everybody was like, Yo, the gameplay so smooth, and this is the shit. And they released a finished product compared to Battlefield and everybody else, which they did do. The game is a pretty complete-feeling game. It's just like you said, the, the content ain't there. And it's just like, I don't know if there was an issue with their own internal you know, uh, schedule for when they wanted to release content, or if it's a lack of manpower, or I, I really couldn't tell you. Um, I don't think this is a controversy. I think people are blowing that shit out of proportion. Mm-hmm. A controversy, like, come on. But I will say it's one of those things where it's like, do I? Kn- I know people don't use the couch co-op often. I know it's like I'm one of those ancient things. Motherfuckers don't like going over each other's houses no more and playing games. I get that, but it's one of those things where it's like, why did you get rid of it though? Like, what? I can't imagine it's so resource intensive and all that kind of stuff that it's like, yo, we need to just like not have it. You know what I mean? Like, why not just still include it? for the folks who still want to enjoy that kind of thing. Because there is times where I watch certain videos, even on YouTube, man, and some of these content creators that get together and do summits and shit like that, and they do it with games like Smash, and they do it with all these other games, and it's like, why why, why take it out just to take it out? You know, like, is there some cost there that, like, you're saving on? Like, what's going on for y'all to just take it out? You mind if I interject real quick? Because I, I actually have a theory as to why it got taken out. Um, and I feel like it's important to say this now so that we can all discuss on that i think the biggest thing holding this game back right now is that they are trying so hard and they and they, they made a commitment to it so i understand it but they're trying to cater to the xbox one the og xbox one. Oh, i think that's the big uh. problem i think that that's the reason why they can't get couch co- couch co-op going because people have been able to glitch into couch co-op right now like it's working for some people they found ways to get that to work so I think the the bones of it are there. Um, yeah. I just think that it probably runs like complete ass on an on an Xbox One yeah, uh, or yeah. even an, a One X, and I think that they don't want to release that as a product to say this is it when it doesn't work properly on a certain subset of systems. And I think that this game would be so much better served if they just said this is now a PC and Xbox Series family game. So Xbox Series S, Xbox Series X, and PC. Boom, that's it. I think it would be so much better done. And I think what you could do and what what they should have done is um, get the cloud gaming thing going and say, okay, you can play this cloud gaming on an Xbox One, just like you did with um, uh, Flight Flight Simulator. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think if they can finally just cut off the... The arbitrist that you know, the, the, basically the tumor that is the Xbox One. You know, with this game, I think it would make such a difference. It'd probably give them so much more room yeah. to run and do all these different things. 
But now I think with content, you have to, you know, okay, we're building this thing. We're building this thing. We're building this thing. We have to make sure it works on, on Xbox One. We have to make sure it works on Series S. We have to make sure it works on Series X and PC. And I feel like those last three that I mentioned are pretty easy to get to work together because they're all essentially using a very similar architecture. You know, they're all in the same place right now as far as like RDNA and all that other stuff. Um, but yeah, that that one X, man. It's just underpowered and it's, things are not running well. Yeah. I just think they need to just let it go. That, that is, that's a good point. I'm going to be real. I completely forgot to think about the one X being a thing and them trying to cater to it. That, mm, that might be it. That might, that might for sure be it, man, because yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so annoying. I'm sorry. I had to say it like that. I know a lot of people out there can't get their hands on a thing or they can't find one or it's, it's out of their pockets or whatever, but like, Motherfuckers gotta suffer because of y'all, though, bro. Like that shit is trash, though. Like, uh, like uh, I don't know, I don't know. It's one of those. I get where they're coming from. I know why they want to do it like this, but I wonder if they're considering that they may actually be hurting themselves in the long run doing it this way. Because I know the whole idea is like you want to put it on all platforms to be accessible. Because you know it's a money thing and all that kind of stuff, but. What if in the long run, because they keep doing stuff like this, they end up losing the momentum and shit that they should have been able to garner by now? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I don't know how you quantify that, yeah. but like, that's, that's, mm-hmm. I, think, I wonder if they wonder about that. I think I what you mean. Joe Staten, Bonnie Ross, Phil Spencer, I think all them people are in there having, having meetings about that or have had meetings about that. I really think that had to have come up a number of times. And I think if they didn't stake the the flag in the ground so early on to say this is going to happen on both, you know, like all these systems and da, 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 and they made sure that, you know, it's the flexibility of all these different, like basically their business model of being able to um, not have generations of like, you know, okay, like this is only going to be on this system and this is only going to be on that system. Like I feel like some of that stuff is really biting them in the ass. And I think if they could have got the cloud gaming thing done sooner, then we wouldn't even be having this conversation. But yeah, I don't know. Manny, what do you think, man? I don't know. I just feel like <clears throat> I understand there's a lot of things going on. And, you know, like you mentioned, they have to worry about two generations of consoles. But at the same time, it's like, it, it's not like this game released early where it's like, okay, it's like buggy and everything like that. It's not like that. It's like, this game released a year after it was initially supposed to be released. And it's a free-to-play shooter game that you're expecting, you know, tons of people to play. I mean, I, I can't say there's an excuse for them because let's look at games like Fortnite. And I know you could argue Fortnite started off in the Xbox One generation, but I mean, they're everywhere. They're on Xbox Ones, they're on Switches, mobile, everything. And millions of people still play and enjoy the game. There should be no excuse why Halo Infinite isn't producing as much content as they should. The fact that season two is basically a year long is ridiculous, in my opinion. And the fact that they even took what from November all the way to April just to get to season two. It's if you want to compete in the free to play market, you got to keep on updating the game with content that people are going to enjoy. Absolutely. Excuse me. But like. The couch co-op thing, I can understand why people's pissed. Don't promise something that you're not going to do in the end. Like, that's kind of things we don't need in this kind of gamer's market because then what's the point, like, of supporting your company if you're just going to lie to me? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And 
I'm glad that they're fine. You know, they're still adding more game modes, but it still feels slim. I don't know. Like it's, I haven't, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't played since season two update. So, I mean, there might be more modes, but like the fact that they're only adding three more game modes, I like, is there even like girth ball? Is there even like infected that we all love and everything like that? Probably not. Like no. the game is still slim with what there is to offer. Like if you go back to games back then, like what Halo three or Halo reach and even Halo five, they probably had a lot more game modes when it, you know, launched and it's just boring in my opinion. That's the reason why I don't even touch the game anymore because there's like nothing to do for it. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty much only competitive, and that's that's kind of the problem. It's so it's really the only reason you're gonna mm-hmm. pick up that game is to play it like competitively or, or play the rank modes, play SWAT. You know, like the things that we loved about the old school Halos where you're diving into grip ball, like you said, and you know, some of those other modes infected, like they're just not there. Now again, they're 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 coming now because you got Forge and we got the custom um games like browser thing. So like that stuff's coming, but yeah, I think the the fact that it wasn't there day one sucks. And I I the only thing I'll push back on is can't compare them to Fortnite cuz Unreal Engine is like a it's it's just a different beast entirely. Like Unreal Engine is is basically designed to run on literally everything. And they they came out with a brand new engine. I don't think that it was optimized the way they wanted it to be optimized. And I don't know. That's that's ultimately what boils down to the problems of being, you know, that's that that kind of is like the underlining thing of me saying, okay, they shouldn't be worrying about Xbox One at this point because I don't think the engine that they've created, while it's like new and has all these interesting things that it can do, whatever, what have you, like it's mm-hmm. definitely not something that is working the way they want it to work on Xbox One. So they should have just been like, cut ties, keep it moving. They should have never made the promises that they made, you know, with, without without being sure that they could really deliver on them. And that's the biggest problem, I think, mm-hmm. above it all. I don't think it's a big controversy, but I think, you know, making the promise of putting the game on, on Xbox One and whatnot, that was a bad move. Making the promise of, okay, we're going to do, you know, couch co-op when we're, like, they probably knew already that they were having some issues and they thought maybe we'd iron them out. Like, that's an issue. Like, like you said, like, this market isn't everybody's already skeptical enough as it is, you know, like everybody, everybody thinks that companies are lying to them because for the most part, you know, we've seen uh, a history of companies actually doing that. I don't think that that's what's happening in this case. I don't think that they, you know, they were like, Oh, we're going to tell people this one thing. And now after they got the game, they're going to switch it up on them. Like, I think that they really tried. And I think that, you know, it couldn't happen because of the things that we already talked about. Um, and it sucks. And it's, I don't know. I, I'm gonna say this one last thing. Oh, my bad. I'll no, I, I, oh. only, only last thing I was gonna say was I think they. I still believe that they're a because they're it's Halo and Halo's a name, right? But I also think you know the core of the game is still good, so it's not like a Battlefield or you know some of the other games we talked about where it's like all right, you have all these content um, bugs, you know that are that are happening in the game, and you're turning people off in that regard. Like it had a good launch. I still think there's some opportunity for people to come back you know and and obviously we know that you know the history of the industry with games like no man's sky and things like that you know even if they did have a bungie launch there's a chance that they could come back but i think this is in a better place than most games um so we'll see what happens but manny what were you gonna say no nah, i was just gonna say one last thing uh one thing that does scare me is the simple fact that it did take them this long to figure out okay we're not doing you know couch co-op and, you know, Forge is coming out in November and stuff like that. Like, I'm worried that the R&D team were, aren't, like, 
looking at the right things, you know, like, first of all, this was promised to come out, you know, early this year, but, you know, there was like delays upon delays upon delays. And it's, it's like, if that's what they're mostly focused on, then it's like, you know, it's, I could, I don't, I just don't understand why you're focusing more on that kind of thing. You know, the whole campaign with the co-op and stuff like that, instead of like more on like multiplayer heavy focused. Well, they're focusing on like game they modes. Promised and... it. That's the, that's the problem. I think like, yeah. it's like, you shouldn't promise I, it. Like you, you shouldn't, you should have came to earlier because you wasted so much time exactly. doing it. And it's right. like, now you're wasting more resources that could have been done a multiplayer all the way into like campaign that, mm-hmm. you know, should have been good day one when it released. So now the question becomes like, did they, are they at the point where it's like, all right, we've decided that we're going to start chopping off the shit that, that really at the end of the day isn't important and isn't possible. And now we're really going to focus on the the content that, you know, the broader majority of people want, which is really all the multiplayer stuff. And like the way they were talking about it, it sounds like that, but you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, all right, well, like, we have to really see, you know, like I, I, I think, Season three is going to be a big inflection point for them. If season three, you know, like we get closer to season three and they're not announcing more things than what they've already announced in this roadmap, I think, I think we're in for some real trouble personally. Like, <laughs> I think if, if we're not, if we're not getting teases for, you know, that, that fucking uh, battle royale mode that they were talking about, you know, if we're not getting teases for more things and seeing more things come out of season three, they're fucked. <laughs> and that's, it's, it's unfortunate, but yeah, you can't be three seasons deep and people still saying, yo, there's no content here. Like, that's not good. Yeah. You know, even even being in season two and the people feeling like the content is, you know, dry, basically. And it's like there's not as much in the game. Like, to, to be getting to, to three seasons in and still not have the uh, the level of modes and the level of things compared to Halo 5 or 4 or 3 is, like, that's a problem. And, I again, we've talked about, like, they moved to a new engine. There are things that have changed about the game. And, you know, just by essence of the name being the game being called Halo Infinite, I do think that they are still pushing for this to be the game of the, like, forever, essentially. Like, you know, this, this is the game that they'll continue to iterate on for years and years. Um, and I think it's just off to a really rough start as far as content goes. Everything else about the core game is great. Like, and I actually do kind of want to go back in and play uh, the the co op with you know with people online and stuff like that because the co op the the campaign was pretty good. But yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, again, as always, we're on a wait and see mode with this stuff. But I really, really want more from season three than I've seen so far. And I, I, you yeah. know, may, again, maybe Forge really is the the answer. I I, I tend to lean towards thinking that Forge is going to make a lot of things better in some aspects, but I need to see more from 343. I need to see just more conversations. The thing is, like, yeah. is there even going to be enough interested players to even tap onto Forge? Like, I was looking at the player count. It's like less than 5,000 players on Steam, and, you know, the PC market itself is huge, and it's you know, I can't imagine the council numbers. I mean, it might be a little higher, but still. I definitely know. think the council numbers are higher, but I also think once you have, like, it's it's been proven that once a, a game has, like, a uh, I wouldn't call Forge modding per se, but it's probably the closest thing to it. Like once you add some sort of mod support into a game, like, you know, the life on it tends to increase specifically from a PC standpoint. So I think if if we see, we'll take a look and see where Forge or where Halo is once Forge releases and look at the, the concurrent player count, and then we can kind of get an understanding of what's going on. But I think 
the the majority of the things that we're going to see from Forge is going to come from the PC community, and you know we'll see how that goes. And that's and there's another thing too is you know Steam is one aspect of it, but like you know the the Xbox it's available on the Xbox launcher and things like that. So it, who knows you know as far as those numbers like what they actually look like, but I don't I don't know I I'm, I'm always going to pull for Halo because it's Halo. It's it's like yeah. it's a part of my childhood. Just like you know you you over there rooting for uh, Saints Row. Like I'm always going to be rooting for Halo. So. I'm hoping that they they get it pulled together because three four three definitely needs to to work on some things. And I I also yeah. think that they, if you guys remember, like I think what when the game had got delayed, they made a ton of changes at the leadership positions. So they could still be cleaning up some of that mess. Possible. I mean, it, you know, if 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 things weren't going well, it could take over two years to to get that stuff cleaned up. Who knows? But. If you know, if the if the people who are in the position now aren't getting it done, I do think you know you might have to make some rearrangements. I'm not saying just fire people outright, but you may have to bring some other people in, some new ideas in. You know, try to get that game off the ground because it's Halo, and if if this is going to be the game, you know, for for the foreseeable future, like you know, I, I don't think it's too late to get it fixed. So we shall see, boys. We shall see. For sure. Yeah, but I think this is probably a good place to to leave it off. Um, you know, we'll 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 get back to. Uh, Talking about some more games next week, of course. You know, like we like we said earlier, we got the Ubisoft Forward event that's coming on Saturday. So we'll definitely be talking about that next week. Um, you know, hopefully we'll see some cool stuff on Assassin's Creed and then, of course, the, the Division Heartland. Um, and hopefully we'll get some news on that Sony press conference or that Sony uh, yeah. showcase because I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to that. I want a confirmation on Spider-Man um, 2 being co-op. I, I, I need that. I need that. Because uh, there's some rumors floating around on that one. And I'll be pretty excited about it. Oh, and the last thing, too. We're definitely going to talk about this next week. There's supposedly going to be a big um, cyberpunk reveal of some sort. Uh, they're, they're having a live stream. They're going to talk a little bit about the Netflix show that's coming out. And then they're also mm-hmm. saying that they're going to talk about what's coming next to the game. So hopefully something good. Hopefully it's yeah. uh, hopefully it's newsworthy at least. You know we'll be talking about it either way. Either we're gonna be clowning <laughs> Cyberpunk or we're gonna be praising them this time around. So uh, yeah, you know, we'll see what's up. Yeah. Right, guys, thank you guys for watching and listening. Um, you know as always, if you're on the YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe. You know follow us on all the platforms um, on Twitter at XPackPod, on Instagram at XPackPod, on TikTok at Expansion Pack Podcast. And uh, yeah, just talk to us, guys. You know, let us know what's up. Leave us some comments down below. You know the thing. Thank you guys again for watching and listening. See you guys next week. Peace. Oh, yeah. <laughs>